Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good evening, good day, good whatever, and welcome to this, the final of After the Fact for 2019. Woo! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Next, <laughs> Damn it, who crashed my joke? <laughs> All right, okay, okay, hang on. I will. Oh! <laughs> so, what we have tonight is uh, the final episode of this series of After Fact. Now, unlike last year, things couldn't work out as well as they did last year, where we came into the final episode with the side's dead level, and we had a kind of an ultimate face-off battle royale. No, tonight, uh, the title is decided, and it's the Blues what won it. <laughs> Congratulations, Blues. You have 14-11 lead as of tonight, so you're okay, right? And the trophy is here. Whoa. And we will be we, we will be presenting the trophy shortly. The prestigious trophy. <laughs> Very prestigious trophy. And here Who won? It uh, the blue team will be receiving this trophy uh, later on tonight. But before that we have one more quiz to go and it is this the final uh, episode. So we're very quickly going to go around here in the manner of an Irish national school in nineteen eighty five. And uh, so I'll just say your name. <laughs> so we've got John Cribben. And Sean. Andrew Newman. And Andrew. Slattery. And Sean, sorry. <laughs> James Bonson. He's <laughs> <laughs> sauce in the mouth. Good evening. Good evening. David Klein. And Sean. <laughs> and then abroad, far from Clamaris anyway, we go and say hello to, we've got Patrick Mulrennan. And Sean. And we've got, uh, in Galway studio, we've got Michelle Coyne. And Sean. Michal. Sure. And uh, David Finn there? I really shouldn't be. <laughs> 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 uh, we've got Patrick Carthy. On shot. Uh, we've got Mark Lynch. On shot. And we've got Brendan Cox. Yes, I am here. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, not on Skype, but on the phone, Miss Lin- Linda Conway. Hello, John, I'm here. <laughs> I love the phone. I love the sound of the phone. It's nice to be online. It's very clear. It's very clear. Anyway, let us continue. <laughs> Best look. By the way, I had asked the team's captains earlier to nominate two quizzers to be the kind of upfront people for round one. And I never got any text back, so we're going to find I out. I said it was going to be <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we haven't found it. Yeah. Well, See, I just him Team Red to choose um, democratically, but they didn't choose, so I'll leave it up to whoever wishes to volunteer themselves. Oh, that's the uh, penalty shootout method of selecting, is it? Yes, absolutely. Whoever feels like it can do it. Okay, well, okay. I'll push on. We'll see, it. we'll see how we go. Let's go and meet Clancy, our robot scorekeeper, who is also, of course, tonight going to reveal to us what the questions are going to be about. We live in a oh. post-fact world. Who needs them? So tonight we will be asking all about things that don't really exist. Fictional countries. 
No way! What? So, we have an entire quiz on fictional countries. Oh, oh, uh, fictional countries? Okay. Like so, Southern Ireland, is it? Era. <laughs> All right. On we go with round number one. That's our multiple choice round. This is an even numbered show, which means the blue team will be going first. In this round, I will ask two players a question uh, with three potential answers. If they can answer it on their own, they get two points for their team. If they need help, which can involve everyone who's here tonight or online or whatever, then that will be one point. To give me a wrong answer, though, the other side will get the uh, remaining two options and can confer and decide what the answer is, and they'll get a one-point bonus. So, blue team, who's going first? Uh, me. I yes. James, James Bonsa. Yes. Right, James, this is your question. Okay. <laughs> Red team is applauding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very. Or Trump. The mind, <laughs> the mind games have begun already. Okay. Right, question one. Appearing first in Fantastic Four number 52, which was published in July 1966 and created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, what is the name of the fictional land that is home to the superhero Black Panther? Your options are, James, mm -hmm. Equatorial Kundu, oh, B is Wakanda, or C <laughs> is Chohama. What's it going to be, James? Think about this. No. No. some thought. No. <laughs> I'm very lucky because I've taken my Hang on, son. did Andrew confer with you there? I should maybe no, dock he, it. He said, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> I can dock it down to one point. Well, Wakanda. Yes, correct. Well done. Cross we go, red team. Who's up first? Sure. Michal. Michal. Okay, here we go. Yeah. yeah, James, you need to keep the, uh, keep the, keep the, uh, the energy and the passion, I think. <laughs> on a level, right? Michal, Care Paravel is the seat of government of which fictional country that was first featured in a book published in 1950. Your options are Middle Earth, B, Ruritania, or C, Narnia. Hmm. Hmm. We will be conferring, I believe. Okay, all right. So Mike has brought in the whole of the red team. It's Narnia. It's Narnia, says Dave Klein. Narnia. Okay. Narnia is the consensus. Yes, and the consensus yeah. is correct at this point. It's one point. <laughs> Right, uh, back over we go. Who's the blue team's number two person? All right, John is stepping forth. Captain's role, here we go. I'm John. <laughs> According to the Reverend Wilbert Audrey, uh, you know who he is, of course, mm. author of the Railway Series books, the fictional island of Sodor, which is home to Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends, is located where in the world? Your options are A, between Jersey and Guernsey, B, just off the coast of Cornwall, or C, between England and the Isle of Man. So where is the fictional island of Sodor? I'm drawn towards A. Right. But I'll confirm just to... You're going to confer yeah. with your teammates. Right, blue team, all you come in, you come. Where is the fictional island of Sodor, home to Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends? I was thinking A as well. I was thinking A as well. Yeah. You're thinking A. Between islands is always sounded good to me. All right, okay. Uh, I just thought it was more Isle of Man. But, oh, Patrick um, is speaking. I'm not pushing you, Snow. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jersey's oh, Cornwall. Oh, so. Okay, we're going to have to face that question. Michelle is celebrating uh, A, but maybe she was just saying, damn ye, damn ye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's not I'd say go for A. <laughs> 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 
Or, oh, Michelle and Mike have now killed their video feed. Uh, <laughs> they give away, man. They give away too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I need an answer, Blue. Why have we a consensus? Do you want to take a vote or something? Come on. I think A, I think A, if you were going, there was more of you for A. Okay. Majority is for A, says Brendan. Okay, we'll go A. So. Is Brendan actually on your team? I'm confused. Anyway. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's wrong. I told you not to go. <laughs> All right, cross the goal. Red team. Isle of Man, is it? It's between England and Isle of Man, is it? Isle of Man, yeah. There it is. That's correct for a point. Yes, it's a massive island in his creation. It fills up nearly all of the land. But you can only have just a bridge between England and Asia and a bridge between England and the Isle of Man. It's that big. Okay, final question for the red team. Who's coming up? I'll take it. Right, Dave. In which fictional North American country consisting of the wealthy capital region and its 12 surrounding districts, do the Hunger Games take place? Your options are A, Pan Am, B, Pan Am, or C, Pan Therm. Oh, God, this is modern stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is for youths. I'm going to... There's one it isn't. Well, I'll be stunned if it is, um, but I'll confer to be safe with the All guys. Right. Red team are conferring on this. In yeah, which fictional Pan North American country? Pan Am. Pan Am. There's no yeah. way it was Pan Am. <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a given. <laughs> You're right. There is. It was not Pan Am. That, of course, is uh, no longer. That was a John throw back there. Okay, yeah. So the answer is Pan Am. Correct. Okay, that's the end of the round. Let's go and check the scores with Clancy. Blue two two points. Red to three points. So it's three points to two lead for the uh, team. Not so bad. And now we go with round number two. Okay, this is our connections round. In this round, I will give the team that's in two pieces of info. And if they can tell me what links them to the theme tonight, they will get three points. If they need a third and a fourth piece of info, that's fine. But they'll be playing for two points and one point, respectively. A wrong answer at any stage. We'll see the remaining... Or, sorry, all piece of information given across to the side. Who could get a one-point bonus? Right, we're going to go to the team that's trailing. That's the Blues. So, Blues, for you, we have Disputed and East Asia. And East Asia is one word. Joe writes it down as two words anyway, but even though I said it was one word. Oh. He said it was one word. <laughs> as usual, don't listen. So, we've Disputed and East Asia. And obviously, we're encouraging our non-studio members to, to chip in by all yes. means. Yes, please add any info. <laughs> <laughs> so this is for the blues. Mm. I got no idea. This it's an abyss of silence. Disputed countries in East Asia, perhaps. Just throwing it out there. So you think, Brendy, that they're just two words in one sentence that I've split apart with a comma? <laughs> that would be so cunning of me. All of these are made-up countries. They're not real. <laughs> Asia doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> it's a myth. So we've disputed and East Asia. We need another clue. In here. Yeah. All right. Third clue. We've got disputed East Asia, and now your third piece is Oceania. Oceania, 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 like the uh, FIFA era. Yeah, Oceania. Oceania. Um, is this 1984? Is it yeah. 1984? Says Patrick Carthy. Uh, is that your answer, Blue Team? Yeah, we're going with that. <laughs> it's correct. Yes, they I are don't. all regions, fictional Should countries. Should be on three. Ah, in 1984 by George Orwell, disputed region, 
East Asia, Oceania, and Eurasia, which yes. I didn't get around oh, to say. Yeah, that All right, that's two points there for the Blues. Okay, across the go, red team. Yep. Here's your ones. Balney Barbie. B, B, huh? hang on now, here we go. B A L N I B A R B I. Balney Barbie. And Lugnag, which is pretty phonetic. This is um, Gulliver's Travels, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, very good. <laughs> Dave Klein well done, Dave. is flying Dave here. Klein, well done. One man, Woo-hoo. one red man and in the and studio. And one red team. Sit back in your chair there, Dave, and just nod at all the blue team. This is how you do it. I'm brave. He's, the show, idea. he's showboating on the Facebook Live. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, Balney Barbie, Lugnag are both countries visited by Lumiel Gulliver in Gulliver's Travels by Jonathan Swift. The other two clues we didn't even get to were Rob Dingnag yeah. and obvious. <laughs> Gimme one was Lilliput, yeah. All right, back over <coughs> we go. Here we go. We've got for the blue team Quadling Country. That's Q U A D L I N G. And Winky Country. W I N K I E. The only thing I can think of with Winky. Winky. <laughs> is Tinky Winky. Yeah. Tubby <laughs> I don't know if any of that. Yeah. That's the only Quadling. thing. Quadling Country and Winky Country. I think this makes sense. Tubby Tubby Land. Any ideas? Yeah, there? That, that, is there? No, no, I don't. No. Anyone? The no. Don't, don't have anything solid on those. Okay. okay. All right. I think we should go for a third. Yeah. Just to okay. Sure. So we've got Quadling Country, Winky Country, and Munchkin Country. Oh, that changes. Oh, is no. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Must be. What else could it be? Never, never. <laughs> we'll be the land of Oz, wouldn't we? Land of Oz to be. Land of Oz would be the last one, probably. Okay. Yeah. So the last one would probably be Emerald City or something. Yeah. All right. So what's? Yeah. So is that what you're going for? Should we go for it? We're a little behind, and we've got the trophy in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 The Emerald City is in Oz. Yes. Oz. Yeah. yeah. Good for two points. We're not. Yes. The, uh, the uh, world of Oz in the works of El Frank Baum. Quadling Country, Winky Country, Munchkin Country. And the fourth clue would have been Emerald City itself. Oh, very good. Right. Final one for the Reds. The New Roman Empire and the Confederate States of America. Oh, that that is that is Manhattan Man Castle. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What is this? New Roman, Man New Roman Empire. Yeah. yeah. And the Confederate okay. States of America. Yeah. Confederate States of America. No. No, it's not. It's not. No, that's not Manhattan Castle. No. That's the yeah. That's the the. I'm gonna have to kill the mics There's... in the room because Brendy is being too entertaining for people. Oh, we need. Yeah, we need Dad. Dave, Dave Klein's uh, input, though. Right, Dave Klein. <laughs> Kill his mic. The man in form. What? He's the man in form, I said. That's all. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, that was Dave New Dave. Roman Empire and Confederate States of America. What do we think? Mm-hmm. The, it did sound men Ooh. in the high castle-like. But, um, oh, he's... What? They, they, I ru- that's what America's called in that 
Yeah. No, because it's broken in between. It's broken into the Japanese. Yeah, into three, is it? Japanese, it's like Japanese yeah. America yeah. And, and German America. And yeah. And then there's the bit in between. The... Yeah. Never know. Definitely. definitely. No, they just. Okay, great. Next one. Okay, New Roman Empire, Confederate States of America, Empire of Greater Japan. Oh, it is. Yeah. So that is Greater Japan, isn't it? The the California and that sort of area. All right. See, the New Roman Empire throws me, really. Did you read the book? Yeah. Because I read half the book and fell asleep. <laughs> I couldn't read it, I couldn't finish it, so I didn't get to the end. So, <laughs> I've, I've only seen I've only seen the the, the prime. Yeah, thing, but, so. no, the, the prime. It's not it's not it's not faithful to the book because nobody would watch it if it was. Would we go? No. no, you no. don't want to. I. I'm not confident enough. I, I don't know. So have you read it? Well, I guess not. Yeah. No. Did Klein, have you read it? Yes, I have, yeah. And you think this is I, the Mannheim Castle? I think it is, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, 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 I thought something like that myself, I read from the half I read. Yeah. All right, oh, I'm going to answer after the first one. Man in my Castle. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, Good for two points. Yeah. By Philip K. Dick. And they are all countries in his fictional alternative yeah. uh, post-war world. Roman Empire, the Confederate States of America, the Empire of Great Japan, and the Pacific States of America were going to be were your four pieces of info there. Okay, so let's go and uh, check in with Clancy for the scores, and then we'll take our first ad break. Blue to six points. Red to eight points. So it's an eight points to six lead for the Reds, and we're going to take our first ad break. Please don't go away. We'll be back in two minutes' time. This is After the Fact, the, the final episode of the current series. Woo. Tonight, all the questions uh. are about... Final episode series, everything's about fictional countries tonight. After uh, two rounds, the red team, I'm not going to lame you all, you're all, there's a lot of them here, and it's eight <laughs> points, and the blue team are on six points. Right, on we go to round three. This is our, well, I think, beloved music round. And tonight is very tangentially about the topic at hand. It's about fictional countries. Tentatively. Oh, I love your tentatively, (laughs) Don. Right, so as always, I'll play a tune for the team that's in. They will get a point for telling me the title of it and the artists who are performing it. And then there'll be two subsequent questions. Right, with that said, let's start. The blue team are trailing by 6.8. So they're going to be first. For those in the room here, I will put on the speakers so you will get to hear. All right, here comes the first piece of music. Right, now, what was that, and who was it by? Blue Team. I know what film it's from, but I can't <laughs> do any better than that. Blue Team Online, anyone? What, what's, what's, is anyone in the studio or not? No, they all look really, re- they enjoy dancing to it. it was, I, I think it was James so remember, we need, to, we need the uh, title and the artist. It was in the film The Blues Brothers. 
Okay. So it'll be on the soundtrack for that if anyone is familiar with it. Yes. And it will have the. James Brown's too obvious, is that? What, what was that? Is James Brown too obvious? Uh, James Brown isn't too obvious. No, Andrew thought it was uh, James Brown yeah, as well. But what's the link to the team? Yeah, so presumably the name of the thing is the name of some sort of Major fictional place, land. Yeah. Like Finland. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find John. Finland, not a fictional country. Oh. Well, fin, fin as in English, T H I N. Yes, that's it. Oh, yeah. Finland. <laughs> Which is the name of a chain of gyms, probably, is it? Yeah, we'll go with that. I just, I should be with a PH. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can I get an answer? A lot of stalling going on here, Blue Team. Oh, you started that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah did anyone manage to look it up in the meantime? Any going on? <laughs> we were drowning that out. Hold on, let me turn off the camera. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyone? I don't know. No? no we well, don't. it's a pass, it sounds like. Okay. Yeah. Cross we go, Red Team. I think it's actually called Boney Maroney, isn't it? James Brown, Boney Maroney. It's not James Brown. It's it's not James Brown. We think it, we think it's oh. Lewis and Pickett. Oh, what's wrong with you, Brendan? Oh, he's on the other Jimmy. So stop listening to Cox. He's on the other Jimmy. He's making the noise. Oh, I was listening to him. And it sounds like a depression of an arc. So <laughs> what did Thomas go to? Act turn. Like Dave thinks it's Wilson Pickett anyway. I think that's right. Right. So, I'm happy to go. I'm does anybody know any song? I, like Boney Maroney was mentioned in the, yeah. was mentioned there in the lyrics. It's, it's so it's funny. not that. And what's the link? If it's what's the link to the piece? See Michelle. Yes. What's going on? There's somebody breathing very heavy in the microphone. Is there? Probably Brendan again. Oh, for a joke. Brendan like... again. Fine <laughs> in the studio. Do you have any? I, mean, I was trying not to breathe there. <laughs> I was thinking it was me. Breathe now. Oh, I can breathe. Thank God. Um, it's not a strategy, Dave. Yeah, it's not. It's not. All right. Okay. Can I, I get am an turning answer? red? Though. Can I get? Can I get a witness? Can I get an answer? Let's go. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, will we just say Wilson Pickett, Boney Maroney? Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wilson Pickett, Boney Maroney. All right. <laughs> Well, you were right with the name of the artist. Mm. And the song is called Land of a Thousand Dances. Oh, oh, oh that is, it is. It is, yes, yes it is. Okay, so no points there for anyone, right? Blue team, you have two subsequent questions. Here we go. Right, number one. Which song that Wilson Pickett not only made famous but also co wrote was featured both on screen and in the soundtrack album of the 1991 Irish film The Commitments? I'm confirming here, John. Yes. Uh, would have been Mustang Sally, guys. Mustang Sally sounds yes. good. Was it Wilson Pickett that did that? That was the song they sang an awful lot in the movie. Yeah. I remember them saying, we'd like to, uh, what was your man's name? The, the lad, the lead singer, Andrew Strong. And he's like, we'd like to do a Pickett song now. Yeah, I yeah. thought yeah. it was so the most consensus, consensus here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. We'll go we'll go Mustang Sally? Mustang Sally. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid that is incorrect. I think it was yeah, um, the Wait Till the Midnight Hour. In the Midnight Hour. I was singing. Red team in the studio. Sorry, guys. All right. Here's a rare enough question. Rare enough style of question here. 
It's kind of oh, Krypton oh. Factor question, this one. Oh, Remember the uh, Krypton okay. Factor? Oh, yeah. Anyone old enough? Uh, 16 dances are named <laughs> in the lyrics of this song. Four of them were mentioned in the clip you just heard. Mm-hmm. Name the four. The Watusi, you're right. The mashed potato, the alligator. Anybody else? Come on. <laughs> we're we doing it. Anybody else? James um, has named three dances. No, no, the no, moonwalk. No, no. no, I'll be generous to say not the moonwalk. Fox <laughs> Trust. No, no, no. They were all. No, they were all. It was literally in that song that you yeah. heard. Yeah. Okay. okay. Play so. it again, John. <laughs> <laughs> was the twist in there? I don't think so, but it might have been. Okay. There was something uh, going on, but I didn't hear it. What do we got? Anthony. Well, we might as well say the twist, unless anyone can remember anything else. Okay. I'm afraid it's not. Cross we go. Mashed potato. We heard mashed potato. Yeah. Alligator. Alligator. Yeah. We heard the pony Maroni. The pony Maroni. What's the other one that was said? Watusi, was it? Watusi, was it? The Patusi. Patusi. All right. So there you're four. Yeah. Yeah. You're very close. Boney Maroney is not a dance. It's it's a line, uh, a person I presume, that uh-huh. rhymes with the actual dance. He says, do the pony uh-huh. like Boney Maroney. Uh-huh. So, pony, mashed potato, alligator, and Watusi. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. So that was, um, that was a tough round. We got one, one, one run right there. Okay, this is the Reds piece of music, and here it comes now. Okay, so what's that one there? And who's it's, the bike? Um, Boogie Wonderland. Yeah. Boogie Wonderland. Yes, Wind und Wind und Yes, correct, correct. Good teamwork there. Okay, so two questions. Which member of Earth, Wind and Fire topped the Irish charts in 1985 in a duet with Phil Collins? Is it wind? <laughs> <laughs> Easy Lover is the song. I don't know any of these questions. I have a feeling it's Philip Ferran. Philip, um, Dave, do you Yeah, know? That, that sounds right to me. I think it's Phil Ferran. Yeah. Phil Ferran, yeah. okay. <laughs> Fred, that's not right, so across we go. Blue team. Which member of Earth, Wind & Fire topped the Irish charts in 1985 in a duet with Phil Collins? No idea. You're <laughs> born. No, no. Anyone? Anyone on the online blues? Um, Earth, Wind and Fire wouldn't be my uh, strongest <laughs> band. Phil Collins, I do know a lot of his. I'm trying You've to think of any duets he did. Okay, well, I can't give it much longer. It's only a bonus question. So, anyone? No. All right. You're going to give me 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, okay. I'm not giving you Google time. That's not happening. Right. <laughs> So, hands here, hands here. Look. David, uh, on the other side, had the right tune, uh, Easy Lover, by Phil Collins and Philip Bailey. Oh, Another Phil. Phil. Uh, oh, Phil. Philip Bailey. Phil. All right, uh, final question, Reds. This song, 
here reached number five in the Irish charts in 1979. It was one of five records by Earth, Wind and Fire to make the Irish top ten. So I'm going to ask you to name two of their other top ten hits. Just two. Well, let's talk about some of their songs, though. Any songs at all before we decide which ones are in the top ten. Yeah, go on. Fantasy. I always get these and Cool and the Gang mixed up. Yeah. Right. So fantasy. In September, not one. That, I think, is Cool and the Gang. <laughs> I think that's Cool and the Gang. Right. I don't know. September no. is Earth, Wind, and Fire. September. September. I thought that was Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'm bad at disco. I'm sorry. But, well, if you, if you, if we can't come up with anything else, September and fantasy. But I really doubt September. Okay. Dave, anything? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna blink on it. On this, on Patrick. No, I'm not. I'm watching Patrick. Other, pa- other Patrick. <laughs> You're Patrick. <laughs> Me. Yeah. I, I said, I said September. He said September. He did. All right. Okay. All right, and we is that your answer, so? Yeah, but they're wrong. Okay, they're right. <laughs> oh wow, sorry, Pop, I was wrong. I thought September See? was coming again. It's, it's because of it's around John Nolan's birthday. We have so. <laughs> featured strongly in all those parties. That's interesting. Yeah, never noticed. The twenty-first <laughs> night of September, so it's fantasy reached number four in nineteen seventy-eight. Mm. September reached number eight in nineteen seventy-nine. After the love has gone. Oh yeah. Reached number eight in 1979. And then a song I have no memory of called Let's Groove was number five in 1981. Mm. Anyway, that's the point for the Reds. So now we go across to the back over of the Blues for their second piece of music. They are really excited about it. And here it is. (laughs) Is she really going out with him? Well, there she is. Let's ask her. Betty, is that Jimmy's ring you're wearing? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Gee, it must be great riding with him. Okay, what's that one there? And who's by? Anyone know who was by? Yeah, but what country? I can't think of what fictional country it would be. I don't think it is Greece. Is it? I don't think Greece. Greece. What's the other one? Greece. 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 Two or something. No, yeah, no could be. Is but again, I'm still, yeah, still yeah, stuck on the country. All right, I'm looking for an answer now for the blues. If it was two, it was Michelle Pfeiffer. All right, we're not entirely sure. We don't think it's Greece. We think it's from Greece to leader of the pack, and therefore it would be sung by Michelle Pfeiffer. If we're right, but we're not confident. I don't okay. think any of this thought. I'm afraid you're wrong. Let's get okay. Cross we go. Red team. It's the leader, leader of the pack, oh, right? yeah. leader of the pack. Yeah, yeah. the Shangri-La. Um, Shangri-La. The Shangri-La. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Jerry's writing that down for future reference. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Not too sad. Study musical. Jesus, should have years ago. It's not a musical. This is a that was a big hit. Anyway, two questions for the blues. British author James Hilton was the person who created Shangri-La. He described it as a mystical, harmonious valley populated by people who live for hundreds of years. He did this in which 1933 novel? So what was the name of the novel that uh, gave us Shangri-La? What's the other, sorry? 
James Hilton. 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 Yes. Online Blues, any answers? Oh, yeah. I have nothing here. 1933. Yeah. Was there a thing called Utopia? Utopia was by Moore. Moore. Yeah. Okay, so I'll ask it one more time. British author James Hilton described Shangri-La first. He, did it, he said it was a mystical, harmonious valley populated by people who lived for hundreds of years. He did this in which 1933 novel? <laughs> it's hard, and I'm saying it. It's, worse than a, it's better than a blank. Uh, that wouldn't really be the way I'd write questions normally. Yeah, but this is going to be your know, you triple <laughs> Sunday. Get us. Get <clears throat> okay. And think blue team. No? Any final thoughts on me, guys? No. Sorry. No. No. Okay, no. we're passing it over. Pass to Dave. Dave oh, leads lead forward here. You're going to confer, Dave? Just be, just be sure. Um, I, can't, I can't remember. I, can't. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, I know it, and I can't pull it out. Um, Lost Horizons. No. Yes, that's the one. Lost Horizons. Lost singular, but I'm going to give you the point for that. That's correct. The Lost Horizons. Yeah. All right. Okay, uh, how is your knowledge of punk music? Because here's the following question. <laughs> oh my. The opening line of this song was parodied by the damned lead singer Dave Vanian, or Vanian, on the group's debut single of 1976, which is widely considered to be the first single by a British punk group. What is that song called? Blues. So the first line of Leader of the Path. Yeah, can you remember what that was? Yeah, so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How they met? I like yeah. I met him at a, and then I go into a supermarket and start picking a punk. All right, brilliant. Punk is set in a supermarket. No. Um, hmm. Okay, so no. once again, the opening line of this song was parodied by the damned singer Dave Vanian on the group's debut single of 1976, widely considered to be the first single by a British punk group. What is that song called? Anything? No. Anything online? No, I think we're getting silence as well on the Skype. Is this another pass? This round is not going well for you. Okay, over we go. Dave. I think it was called the New Rose. New Rose, says Mark. Is that your answer? What's that for? Yes. Yes. That's correct. Is she really going out with him? Is the line in question. Now, that's a different song again. All right, final piece of music of this interesting round so far is coming up at its further end. Okay, so what are we thinking? What's that called? Maple Leaf by Bowie Box, please. <laughs> yes, I'm not proud, but there you go. Oh, oh, you are proud. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, now, two subsequent questions on that. Neither of these are easy, <laughs> to tell you. Right. Number one. This was the group's second and final number one here in Ireland. However, they did have one more chart topper in the UK. What is the name of that song? released immediately after the Land of Make-Believe in 1982. Pass. 
But <laughs> <laughs> not making your mind up. No. <laughs> I'm just saying was it? I'm not saying that is. I'm just saying was it because that's one of the biggest hits. So I'm just. Do you know any other ones? <laughs> well, it's my camera never lies. Huh? Really? My camera I've... never lies is the only other one I can think of apart from. Dave, are you into Mark? Yeah, I think, I've, I've I think you're right with the camera never lies, yeah. Yeah, yeah my camera never lies. Mm. <laughs> now, Dave Finn, you actually <laughs> also preceded me yeah. in books his knowledge there, so perfect. Well done. God damn, Top the of the true Pops. Fan. <laughs> fan. Late 70s, Bap Top of the Pops is a very bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> and final question. In 2002, a cover of this song by which pop band noted for having their own television show on the CITV channel between 2001 and 2002, <laughs> reached or died on the UK charts. Okay, kids, that's over to you. I don't know, Patrick. What year? In 2002, this a cover by this group, who I'm looking for. What about S Club, Patrick? Reached number nine. No, on the I don't think so. Oh, it's too, too late. For S Club was a bit earlier than that, I think. I think. Yeah, um, actually. I'm, I'm going to ask the parents. What? 2002, though. So we didn't have any children in 2002, by the way. There's a group of all-stars that's coming to mind. What are they? What kind of... What kind of thing are they? CITV is going to probably be... It's going to be something... Remember when they did all that... All those puppet characters did... The tweenies. The Tweenies BBC as well. Oh, God, I'd CITV, bad enough I have to go through my limited knowledge of Kiss TV. My limited knowledge of CITV shows is non-existent. All right. Oh, wow. and what I, it... think, I think that the All-Stars, from what I remember, because I was reading this before, I think some one of the cast members of Hollyoaks is in it. Okay. This is yeah. I'm thing. Wow. I think he had no, somebody was joking about that. Let's go with it. All right. Yeah. All stars. All stars. Whoa. <laughs> the best point of the night, I have to say. Incredible. <laughs> How on earth were you reading about them, Mark? I hope you're proud of that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> uh, Hollyoaks is one of those guilty pleasures. Oh. 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 Sorry, what is All Stars? And it's it's even the band on CITV, Dave. Even to look at the name, it's annoying to look at. It. It's spelt lowercase a l l, then all capitals stars, and then they've put an asterisk on the end just to really drive home the stars point. That's worse than bewitched. Bewitched did wonders. like my job. Yeah, all right, now we're going to go check the scores, and we're going to take our second ad break. Blue to six points. Red to 17 points. It's the 2019 final of After the Fact. <laughs> That's a real the, the blue team's woo is really down now. <laughs> and the reason it's down is that after three rounds they are trailing by eleven points. <laughs> That's amazing. Seventeen points to six the Reds are leading by. Anyway, let's see how round four goes for everybody. This is our twenty questions round. In this round, I'll ask the team in a question. If they get it right, they get a point. And they get to get the next question as well. They get to keep control. This can go on until the most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point they will have to give control of the game over, but they'll get a bonus six point for the achievement. However, a wrong answer at any stage 
will see it offered across to the side and they will get the next question as well. Right, we're going to start with the uh, blues. Blues. We definitely won't need the clock for this first question. Here it is. In traditional Irish mythology, what country is depicted as an island paradise and supernatural realm of everlasting youth, beauty, health and joy? Cheering the no. Cheering the no. Correct. All right, number two. Not that <laughs> the, the mythical land of Bellyhone. Yeah. In a famous film of 1933, filmmaker Carl Denham visited the previously uncharted Skull Island with the hope of capturing which of its monstrous inhabitants on camera? King Kong. King Kong. King Kong. Yeah. Kong. Just Kong will do, because that's what he was. Right, number three. He's still a commoner. <laughs> number three. Typically presented as a medieval monarchy, with the character of Princess Peach being either its ruler or heir, what is the name of the fictional setting of Nintendo's Mario series of games? It's the Mushroom Kingdom. <coughs> yes, John, you're flying there. Mushroom Kingdom. Number four. What is the title of the 1894 adventure novel by Anthony Hope, in which the king of the fictional kingdom of Ruritania is drugged on the eve of his coronation and thus unable to attend the ceremony. The plot centres on an English visitor who must impersonate the king to save the day. And judging by the looks in here, I'm going to start the clock on that one. So the man who would be king, is it? So, <clears throat> what is the title of the 1894 adventure novel by Anthony Hope, in which the king of the fictional kingdom of Ruritania is drugged on the eve of his coronation day and thus unable to attend the ceremony? The plot centres on an English visitor who must impersonate the king to save the day. Speak amongst yourselves there, Blues. Anything? I got nothing. Anything? It's very Prince and Pauper-like, isn't it? Is there a, a version of that? It's not designated survivor. <laughs> it's not die hard. It's not die hard. Okay. I'll give you a tip. No die hard tonight. Okay, okay. I said the man who would be king, but I don't know if that is. If we don't know if that's all we've got. Yeah. All right, got if, eight seconds left. So if you're, if you're not going to say anything, then say the man who would be king. Yeah, yeah, yes, understood. If yeah, they yeah. get it and it is that, then we'll kick her. All right, yeah. top's up. So you're saying the man who would be king. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that is, I'm afraid, not right. Okay, so we're going to cross. The prisoner of Zenda. The prisoner of Zenda, Zenda is correct. Oh, yes. so, so you don't have to kick yourself, Brendy. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Kick yourself if you want, though. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, do please. Yeah, great. All right, so reds are in. <laughs> Got a point there. What term has been used for several fictional places since the 19th century? It's best known for its use in the 1933 Marx Brothers movie Duck Soup, but it is also referenced in the 1977 film Jabberwocky the TV series The West Wing, and the 2017 movie Despicable Me 3. Pass. <laughs> I'm looking for the reds to add some. Yeah. Donia is definitely, is definitely in the Marx Brothers because that's the one where Rufus, I think it's Rufus DC. I don't know if it's the king. It's Fredonia's in, but I don't know if it's the What do you think, Mike? I just don't think that's in the West Wing. Fredonia is in West Wing. Is, is it? This? Oh, well then, yeah, never mind. Uh, it's either that or Equatorial do, but we already mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> I did mention Equatorial do. Well spotted, Patrick. Yes. Fredonia, so yeah. All right, you're playing Fredonia. And it's correct. Right, next question. Initially inhabited by native Jawa and Tuscan species, which fictional planet 
that orbits two suns saw a population explosion following the search for valuable mining deposits on the planet's silicate surface. Who's this for? Reds or blue? Reds. Sorry, James. Tatooine, isn't it? Tatooine is correct, yes. That was three in a row. Number four. The fictional kingdom of Arendelle, setting for the highest grossing film worldwide in 2013, will once again be featured on screen in which film scheduled for release on November 22nd of 2019? Frozen. Frozen 2. Frozen 2 was Frozen. Frozen 2 is correct. Frozen harder. Frozen harder. It's literally just called Frozen 2. Frozen 2. Frozen harder. Vengeance. He's hard. This is for five in a row. If you let me speak. <laughs> Elbonia is a non-specific underdeveloped country that regularly features in which comic strip written and illustrated by Scott Adams? I think it's called Bone. I've actually read this. Oh, well, go with it. Well, in that case, play it. Yeah, go. So you're saying what? I think bone. it's called Bone. Bone. Okay, right. I'm afraid that's not right. Cross we go. Can we just have the question? You can. You're getting the next question, but you can get a bonus here potentially. Elbonia is a non-specific underdeveloped country that regularly features in which comic strip written and illustrated by Scott Adams? Is Adams not I think that's Dilbert. Oh, really? I was going to say the Adams family. Dilbert is correct, yes. So that's points for the Blues, and the Blues are in, and they get the next question. The titular characters in which TV series that debuted in 1985 originated on the fictional planet Tundera before having to flee because of its imminent destruction, eventually settling on a new planet called Third Earth. In a 2011 reboot of the show, Tundera became a city on Third Earth, which was dis- Dave McBrien is actually arriving in now. Let him in, let him in. I need to see if I can add him to the call. Right, Dave, welcome in, welcome in. Something tells me he's going to get this one. <laughs> All right. So, Dave, you've you've arrived, Dave, uh, like uh, like a firefighter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, your team are trailing by 11 points. We're midway through the final round. Oh, dear. So, yeah. Are there 11 questions left? Uh, Well, do you know what? Yes. There are are 11 questions left. However, they're now number two of the set of potential five. So, here, I'll read the question again. It was. The titular characters in which TV series that debuted in 1985 originated on the fictional planet Tundera before having to flee because of its imminent destruction, eventually settling on a new planet called Third Earth. Um, Thundercats. You're freezing on me, but I did hear something about 1985 and and the fictional planet Thundera, which says Thundercats. That's right. James Bonsall had it here too, so that's good. All right. Next question. Bookland. Literally, Bookland is a fictitious country that exists solely for the purposes of non-geographically cataloguing books in the otherwise geographically keyed European article number coding system. The numbers 978 and 979 are used so that the EAN can catalogue books by which existing numeric identifier rather than maintaining a redundant parallel numbering system. Oh, that's that's going to be Dewey Decimal. Is that your answer, yes? Yes. Well, yeah. Okay. It's not correct. So, cross we go. Red team. Well, read it out again. Yeah. We tuned it out because we thought that we got it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Bookland. ISBN. Is it? ISBN. Oh, yes, yes, yes. ISBN. 
Yeah. It's correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, ISBA. Uh, okay. Don't. Yeah. All right. Uh, Reds, next question. In which 1985 film does Crown Prince Akeem Jaffer from the fictional African nation of Zamunda travel to New York City to live in the neighborhood of Long Island under the guise of being a poor foreign student? Patrick. Patrick. Said he, uh, Coming to America. Coming, Coming to, America to America is correct. Yes. Uh, question uh, 12 of the set. Spoiler alert. At the end of The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien, <laughs> Aragorn, becomes Too soon. The, <laughs> Aragorn becomes the ruler of men and unites which two kingdoms for the first time since his ancestor Isildur? Pass. <laughs> now I'm going to set the clock on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, is it um, Askaroth? Yeah. That rings no bells, uh, mate. <laughs> yeah, Askaroth is where it is. It's not the witch king, oh, right? The blue, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, Dor you Dor Dor two kingdoms, Patrick Munro. There's one Gondor. Gondor. Gondor yeah. and Askaroth. Gondor and. No, no, no. No, no. Gondor and. Gondor. Um. Oh, no, it's not more. All right. No, it's the writer. There's another one that it's um. Oh, uh, it's Sean Dor Bean. Dorian, oh, is it? Could be. I've never read the books. Okay. Where's Sean Bean's guy from again? I think he was Gondor. He's, he's from Gondor. Fifteen seconds to go on the. Where were the horse? Where were the horse people from? The, they were Rohan, but they were Rohan, already yeah. together with the Gondor lads. So. Yeah. They were separate um, kingdoms. Yeah, but but uniting them though. Okay. So, he became the king of all the human parts at the end, I think, didn't he? Yeah, Go on, yeah so Patrick, do you want to play your What two? are you playing, Patrick? Go on, Patrick. Would it be Gondor and Askarath, I suppose? Okay. <laughs> That's not right, so across we go. We, we believe it is Gondor and Rohan. Uh, Sorry, do we have a disagreement yeah. somewhere? But I, I, I'm, I'm not certain about Rohan. You, you, you said Gondor, and, and Rohan was the best I was coming up with. I think there could be another name being the day for the Northern Kingdom, but I can't remember the name of it. So I'd go with Rohan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. You're saying Gondor and Rohan. Yeah, that's where we were. Okay. At. Yep. Not. Dave McBride nearly had it. It's Gondor and Arnor. Oh. Arnor. Yeah. All right, blues. Nor the beginning of the day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blues, you're in. Depicted. Oh well, this is going to suit James, I think, and what he said earlier. Who always says this? Depicted within the storylines of Marvel's comics as an isolated European country, the fictional nation of Latveria is ruled by which villain? Boris Johnson. <laughs> is that? That was that was a joke. That wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think he's playing it. So that's what I heard. <laughs> oh, hang on. It's uh, the fellow with the his Fantastic Four's Victor Von Doom. Is that oh. it? I think it is. Doctor Doom. Well, his real name's Victor. Yeah, so okay. he probably is Doctor Doom. Victor Doom. Yeah, <laughs> Vic Victor Von Doom. I'll take Doctor Doom, which is what I'm looking for. Is Doctor Doom? So. Oh, well, oh I'm sorry, I didn't realize you needed his superhero. <laughs> that PhD was expensive. <laughs> right, blues. Which series of epistolary young adult novels, written by Meg Cabot, revolves around Amelia Thermopolis, aka Mia, a teenager in New York who discovers she is the princess of a small European mm. princess palatine called Genovia? 
As of 2019, the Eleven book series has led to two spin-off movies, which were released in 2001 and 2004. This is blue, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Princess, Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. Yeah. Diaries. Yeah. Correct. Well done. Next question. Which 1955 Cold War satirical novel by Irish-American writer Leonard Wiberly, great name, which launched a series of satirical books and a 1959 film starring Peter Sellers, is about an imaginary country in Europe called the Duchy of Grand Fenwick. Yeah, this is the, isn't the, the film, well, I don't know if this is a series of books, but isn't the, um, the Peter Sellers film, isn't that The Mouse That Roared? Oh, yeah. Sounds as good as anything. All right. Good title. Is, is that, what, is that the what film you're title saying? you're after, is it? Yes, the film title of, nine, of the book of 1955. The Mouse That Roared. Had a film in 1959. Anything else? I, I haven't got anything else. I, I don't yeah. know if there's a different name for the series, but that's the only name I've got. Okay. Go for it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's Very correct. Good. Very good. Well done. Can I do it? Yeah, that original book in 1955 was The Mouse That Roared. Born on the planet Eternia to Queen Marlena and King Randor, <laughs> Princess Adora is kidnapped at birth by Hordak and the evil Horde and brought to which planet where she serves as a mind-controlled Horde captain before He-Man, her twin brother, rescues her. <laughs> After reuniting her with her parents on Eternia, she returns to this planet in her new guise as She-Ra and there leads the Great Rebellion. Oh dear, you gave us every bit of information that we already knew, yeah. apart from the name <laughs> of the planet. The yeah, exactly what I was thinking. It's going to be something thinking. like Planet Adorable. Or <laughs> yeah. Or planet Rainbow. Distorable. Um, so, yes, it's basically the planet on which She-Ra she resides. Yeah. There you go. Oh, right. Oh, hang on. No, I, I, I asked a question about this not long ago. Okay. Uh, well, you've got 35 seconds to... Uh... Is... is it not by the power? Oh, no, no. Uh, uh, the power? Yeah, because Eternia is He-Man. Um, no, Adora is, is the princess. Ah, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not... This isn't coming to mind. Okay. <clears throat> Anyone else want to help Dave out? Nothing. Okay, I've got 12 seconds left on the clock. It's the planet... That Shira is from. Yes, that fun, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Uh, the name of course. Uh, and the time is up. So we're going to say. Yeah, quality wasn't as big a thing back then. I didn't listen to her story. Okay, over we go. Red team. <laughs> you can get a bonus <laughs> here. I've actually seen if it is on Netflix. I think it's Etheria. It's Etheria. 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 Correct. All right, so Reds are in, and there's the next question for them. The 1992 Disney film Aladdin was initially intended to be set in the Iraqi city of Baghdad, but after the Gulf War taking place, the location of the film was changed to which fictional city? Agrabah. Agrabah. Agrabah is correct. Which movie of 2014, set in the fictional war-torn European country of Zubrovka, tells the story of two people, Monsieur Gustave Esch and his employee Zero, and their friendship they form as they try to prove Gustav's innocence after he was framed for murder. Mm. That's correct. The term utopia was created by which statesman and author for his 1516 book of the same name, describing a fictional island society in the South Atlantic Ocean? And Thomas Moore. Thomas Moore is correct. And yes, we could squeeze in a five in a row here with the very last question of the set. And it is... 
this you could say this is a timely question for the times we live in. There is. Which oh English language term for a state of absurdly or over optimistic fantasy dates from as far back as 414 BC and the drama The Birds by Aristophanes. In the oh, play yes. Pistaterius, a Middle Aged Athenian persuades the world's birds to create a new city in the sky. Oh, cuckoo land. Yes, <laughs> correct. And a bonus point just to rub it in. Oh. Right. Yes. Let's go over to Clancy and we check on the final scores. points. Red team 29 points. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> well done, Red. So, a bit like Scotland defeating the Netherlands 3-1 in the 1978 World Cup. Uh, the Reds have roared here when yeah. it's all. So, congratulations. If this ever turns up for the sex scene in a Danny Boyle movie, I'll be stunned. Congratulations. Anyway, tonight, well, congratulations overall to the Blues series. <laughs> oh, you're scared? Fiona, she's scared. Now, I'll say goodnight and I'll thank everyone who took part in the series, everyone who's here tonight, and of course, everyone who hasn't been able to make it tonight. Everyone's efforts are appreciated. And I hope you enjoyed yourselves uh, as much as <laughs> writing you. and hosting it. And we'll probably be back, I presume, next year. But for now, we're prorogued. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say yeah, goodnight and thank you and goodbye, everyone. Bye bye. Thank you, Joan. Podcast Extra. And created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, what is the name of the fictional land that is home to the superhero Black Panther? Wakanda. Your options are... <laughs> oh, sorry! <laughs> no, carry on, let's go for the drama. We can edit it out. Think of our podcast listeners, James. Think so of our podcast listeners. Again, John, just read it again. <laughs> no, he's heard the question, that's clear. Right. Your options are, James... <laughs> Equatorial Kundu. B is Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> All right. B is Wakanda, or C is Chohama. I've taken my son through all the Marvel Cinematic all right, Universe good. films, so, so we, we worked our way through it. Jeez. Yeah. That was one of the most recent ones, wasn't it? Across, I'm, I'm going to have to edit this out as well. Wakanda. Yes. The rules of the quiz aren't that hard, right? And <laughs> you were so excited you knew the answer. Yeah. That's why I've done it. Patrick has Maltesers. <laughs> Showing off, right? Disputed and... Hold on, blue biro problem, right? Disputed... <laughs> That biro doesn't look much better. <laughs> Third type. Yay! Yay. 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 That's a bad omen. No, the, the prime. It's not. It's not. It's not fate for the book because nobody would watch it if it was. Because it's got a story. <laughs> like Lord of the Rings. Uh, isn't it? No. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm spending an, an enormous amount of time okay. in a, in oh, a big on on that line. <laughs> Uh, post-war world. You gotta love a bit of dick. 
Podcast Only if you're Brandy. <laughs> Brandy, that was uncalled for. That was that was very bad. The new Roman Empire. The- okay. Um, <laughs> anyone, anyone, need a, anyone need a break? No, but are there snacks out there that should really be in here? Well, the Rice crispy buns I made were for everyone to have. Yeah. Did you have any of them? I, I, I have them. Will bring them in? Not for any. We have food to Well, I wouldn't bring them in. No, we'll have them afterwards. Okay. We don't want crunching banana in the Even though I made them. You want the Pringles? One in the CD-ROM of the computer. John, was your big surprise you were talking about that you had for this evening? Uh, it was that it was all fictional countries. Oh, oh see. Oh. oh, well, there you go. <laughs> no, it was Rice Krispie buns. Yeah, well, there are. I made Rice crispy buns and they're here. Why did you bring something so crumbly into a brand new studio? Well, that's they're not in the studio. Well, out exactly, now. and I get given out to for bringing in drinks. <laughs> that was glue. That was glue. Uh, they're not Rice in the studio, they're in the office. Andrew oh, Newman okay. is the only one here who's broken the rules of food in the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andrew who? All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. The one that gives out to me about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're going to move on, and I'm going to play the audio oh, thing. Now. In a moment, it's now four one. All right, you ready? Five one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. The team that's in will get played a piece of music. They get a point for being able to identify the track and the. What are you doing? <laughs> Is Brendan gone? No. Yeah, he looked uh, dead he's, there. He seems to have gone, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he can... He can... Apologies. <laughs> we just saw he was kind of not moving. We he froze there, yeah. Oh, he froze. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll try Brian Shaw you never know what Brendan... He could have been he's just still moving. I'll try, Brian, I'll try Brian Shaw one more time. Yeah. Who's gone? Brendan's connection just died, we think. <laughs> now we all stare at the Skype phone. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not having Pringles. So keep them away. No. <laughs> I've just had an order in for Rice Krispie buns as well. <laughs> All right. Brendy is back. Yay. He's taking a snapshot of his desktop for some reason. Oh, Very nice. Okay. That's lovely, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? All right. Sorry. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Good job. You've got a. I, I somehow private on your did desktop. a car car turned on airplane <laughs> mode on my laptop. Okay. <laughs> Which I didn't even know it had. And I work in tech. Huh? You didn't learn after the fact. After uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now we're all back and ready to go. Andrew was telling me to speak louder in the microphone. All right. So, we're looking for... How does he know? Existential <laughs> <laughs> question. Okay, now before you answer, I'm just going to see if I can sort out the um, the charger on the Facebook Live. Take your time. <laughs> 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 Is that the name of the song? I mean, you wouldn't have given that away, sure. Well, he called it, it before the. Yeah, did he? Yeah, okay. Anyone know who was by? Yeah, but what country? I can't think of what fictional country it would be. I don't think it is Greece. I don't think Greece. Greece the other one around that time, real country. Um, it was Greece. Lot online blues. Any ideas? Uh, I don't think it's the original Greece, unless it's Greece two or something. But again, I'm still, is is a, yeah, yeah, still yeah, stuck on the country. Is it going, John? Greece two, Greece harder. Minutes, yeah, well, 
We'll get it back on. We'll get it back on after the four, okay? It has All right, I'm back, and I'm looking for an answer now for the blues. If it was two, it was Michelle Pfeiffer. I got like yeah. I met him at a, and then I go into a supermarket and start picking a pot. All right. I don't know why, but I just started somewhere. <laughs> so we started there. Okay, I'm just going to try and reset really up the Facebook Live. So give me a minute. You want to wait to cough after? Yeah, you could have coughed like four seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> John, those headphones are Can't fucking... control that, I'm sorry. Aye! John, those headphones are fucking... Okay, I'll be honest with everybody. Now, I wonder who's going to win. <laughs> okay. It's going to be too, too late for the red. <laughs> Possible. Oh, well, I remember my headset books, books song on record years ago. Fun fact. This, so. this isn't confessional. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey! Oh, yeah, hey, Fiona! Hey, Fiona! We're back. All right. She's all right. got all right. eggs. <laughs> okay, uh, right. We're back. I'm back. I'll play the noise and we'll get on with, we'll get on with the final round. Are we about to hear the greatest comeback ever in the oh, history yeah. of Africa? Yes! Mike is still in absentia. Oh, is he? Okay, we'll wait. We'll wait. Don't wait for Mike. No, Oh, come here. I've got the list here of. This could have been a warm up question, actually. I have, just in case it came up, I have all of the dances that were mentioned in Land of a Thousand Dances. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Patrick's character's unlucky because he mentioned the twist, and it is actually one of them. It just wasn't in the piece I played for you. Um, Tail feather? Is that yeah. it? So, what we have here is the pony, the chicken, the mashed potato, the alligator, the watusi, the twist, the fly. The jerk, the tango, the yo-yo, the sweet pea, the hand jive. The hand what? That sounds like you. The hand jive, the slop, the bop, the fish, and finally, the Popeye. Okay, I do the slop. <laughs> right. Everybody back? I hear Mike's back anyway. Patrick's got a, got a new teammate there. How are you? <laughs> in red as well, in red. In red, very good team colours. Representing. Alright, I'm gonna play the thing and we'll come back for the final round. Right, we're gonna start with the uh, blues. Blues. Uh hang on now. I did not I just need to get the clock set up here in case uh, in case we need the clock. I forgot to do it before we started. This app is going slow at Christmas. Yeah, it's good. I've got a really good shortcut for you. Uh control alt delete. <laughs> I am not killing the entire show. I've already suffered that nightmare once this series, oh, yeah. and it's not happening again. In fact, you shouldn't even mention that out loud. No. Very like poor form. Scottish play. Yeah. <laughs> right, I have the clock lined up if we need the clock. Okay. We won't need the clock for this first question. We definitely won't need the clock for this first question. Here it is. It's not fictional, it's in, it's in Morocco. It's <laughs> <laughs> in Tunisia. That's what is a place called Tatooine, where they filmed it in Tunisia. It doesn't, does it orbit two suns? Dave is right. Red team out and blue team in. <laughs> no, no, I said the question is wrong. I didn't say we were wrong. We, answered, we, we correctly answered the question we were asked. Stop arguing with Brenty. 
No. <laughs> can we move on? Like things of the podcast extras, anyway. Tondera became a city on Third Earth, which was. Dis- Dave McBrien is actually arriving in now. Let him in. Let him in. I need to see if I can add him to the call. Uh, oh yeah, I'll just um, add you to the existing call. So I'm going to hang up on you now and add you back in. All right. Okay, no problem. Okay, so we're back here. I'm just going to add Dave McBrien now since he's. Uh, Oh, are you sent to the signal, lads? Have you? <laughs> Apparently. I like the way they're psychically linked. Yeah. <laughs> so we need a we need a day. We couldn't study, so we needed help now. Right, Dave. Welcome in. Welcome in. Well, something tells me he's going to get this one. Hi. <laughs> All right. So, oh, Dave, score, you, you've arrived, Dave. Uh, like. Uh, like a firefighter. <laughs> uh, yeah, your team are trailing by 11 points. We're midway through the final round. Oh, dear. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Are there 11 questions left? Uh, well, do you know what? Yes. There are, there are 11 questions left. However, they're now uh, number two of the set of potential five. So here, I'll read the question again. It was... Oh, yeah, I think you know this one, did not, uh, James, anyway. I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah. All right, it was to do with the, the titular characters in which TV series that debuted in 1985? In the play. Finish out the question. No, 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 Associated himself for me. <laughs> Sorry, shower. Yeah, yeah, she just popped in, uh, literally well, fitted in. Said you said you look great. Oh, I have my hair done and everything. Big tan. Surprised anybody can see anything apart from your shirt, Jar. <laughs> on the Facebook yeah, Live. We're only blue. What happened? Yeah. The pressure got to me. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks everyone for taking part. Uh, we're off to have some Rice Krispie buns. Oh, yeah, a yeah. big party. Right now, yeah, oh, maybe a cup of tea. And, uh, oh, party on. We'll, yeah. we'll see you all next year, I guess. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Podcast Extra Super Bonus Time. The, the warm up question. Yeah, go on. Oh, yeah, well, I do the warm up now, John. Yeah, fire ahead. Great, yeah. okay, all right. So the warm-up question is this. Uh, several countries have territorial claims in Antarctica. Seven different countries. So can you name them? So there are actually less territories than there are players this evening. So you, can, you can all have a go. So um, do you want to start? New Zealand. New Zealand is one of them. Well done. dependency. <laughs> so that's from last week. Yep, so New Zealand. Uh, that's one. Yep, okay. Can I say Norway for now? Ah, you took my one. <laughs> that Make that three. Yeah, I was going to say nobody's going to get Norway. Yeah, that was the night. That's not the order. That's not the order. No, so, no. no. <laughs> that was the question. So Andrew oh, is right, Norway. So thank you. Thank Norway, you. two downs. Okay. I'll have to go to the UK. The United Kingdom is another. Yep. Um, we'll finish with John here in the studio. So, John. Green, 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 green. Yeah, okay. We'll go France. 
That's France right. is another one. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're, you're doing very well. Okay, so um, one of our Skypers then. Who wants to go? China. China. No, not China. Oh. Afraid not. I'm sure they do have ambitions. Although, hang on, John told me not to be slanderous. China is a lovely country, and I'm sure many people would welcome them in Antarctica. <laughs> I didn't get to finish. I said China isn't one of those countries. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. Australia. Australia. Who said Australia? I did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, Australia is one of them. Well done. Yep. Okay, we're after two more. I'm going to say Argentina. Argentina. Yep, correct. Well done. And um, one more then. Linda and Michelle, it's down to you. Is America one of them? No, it isn't. Oh! 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 Over to you, Michelle. Have we reconnected with them? Yes, we're back with so, Galway. So the question, we lost a few of you, I'm afraid. So the question is, uh, seven, seven states have territorial claims in Antarctica. We've already knocked off Argentina, Australia, France, New Zealand, Norway, and the United Kingdom. So we're searching for the final one. Antarctica? Oh, I don't know, I know. Russians do. Come on. Russians do. Oh. No, we, we had that guess a minute ago. I'm afraid you won't hear. No. Are we in here? The guesses. Uh, Russia, Germany, China. Um, Belgium. Belgium, United States. <laughs> They're the incorrect guesses so far. Really? So the, French, the French got around quite a bit. The French, yeah, France has yeah, already been given. Yep. <laughs> France has already been given. What's going to be something like Chile? Oh. There, Chile must Chile would want to be there. Chile is the final answer. Yeah, yep. that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, James. Welcome back. So, uh, well, done. well done, well done. Yeah.